Now go with me. Um, I've just received an instruction to teach on something I had not prepared to teach. I'm, it's still in line with what we are going to be praying about. But let's go with me if you can. Go with me to Second Chronicles chapter 20 verses 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20. Shall we read one go? Let's take it again. One go. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. Now, according to this scripture, God, this was the time that the children of Israel were going out, the children of Judah were going out to war against the Moabites and the Ammonites. I mean, three nations had gathered themselves together against Israel and they were going out to war in battle. They were so afraid, they were so threatened, they didn't know what to do. They felt like their end has come. And as they began to worship and they began to praise God, the Bible says that in the moment of worship, the spirit of the Lord descended upon the priest and the priest says, this battle that you are battling is it shall not be your battle, but it shall be the battle of the Lord. And all of a sudden, Jehoshaphat stood in the midst of the people and said, you people of Judah, hear me. The prophet has already said, it looks like we don't have strength, but the prophet said the battle is the loss. So he said, hear me, believe in Jehovah and you shall be secure, established. But now, if you want to prosper here on the earth, believe in a prophet. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Now, your establishment or your security as a person is dependent or predicated on your belief in God. But here on the earth, for you to succeed, for you to do well and prosper, you must have faith in a man. Hello? Hello? Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Yeah. For you to prosper, you must believe in a man. Because God uses men to take us to where he wants us to get to. God does not work in a vacuum. He uses human vessels. And today, my prayer today is that God will use this vessel standing in front of you to take you to your prophetic destination. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. So your prosperity on this earth, I mean, I'm teaching on, I'm, 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 I'm breaking the case of poverty one of the things that breaks the curse of poverty is the anointing of your prophet. Somebody say the anointing of the prophet. The anointing of your prophet. For you to be able to break the curse of poverty, you need an anointing. You need a certain dimension of grace and power to literally liberate you from certain form of bondage and captivity. Because ladies and gentlemen, here on the earth, you need a man that will give you direction and say, Solomon, 
gold here and this door will open. Don't engage in that business because you lose. Don't do this. And because I, I remember I was, I was sharing today, I mean this week with, a, with, with someone that had a very good friend and we were so good friends. I mean, great friends. And I was his prophet and everything I told him to do. But one day he engaged, he was engaged in a certain business and the business was involving some Arab guys. And so he called me and said, prof, the breakthrough has come. The destiny helpers we are praying for has come. These Arabs have come with millions of dollars. So he, they are ready to invest in my business. And I called him and I said, sir, after praying, God is telling me don't engage in that business. Because if you engage, you lose. Guess what? He told me emphatically, you are my prophet. But on this juncture, we will disagree. Money has come and you are telling me I shouldn't engage. Are you okay? He says, you are my prophet. I believe in everything you say, but this particular one, we disagree. Prophet, I'm going ahead with the business. Guess what? He went ahead with the business and he lost greatly. A very wealthy man in the city now was struggling, going around, borrowing from friends to friends. Can I tell you something? It's a popular name if I mention you, know, but I will not tell you. But guess what? Somehow, he lost everything because he engaged with the wrong people and he disobeyed prophetic instruction. Sometimes, one direction, one prophetic instruction can save your life from destruction. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. And one prophetic instruction, if you believe in the word of your prophet, you shall bring through. The Bible says in Hosea 13, 14, the Bible says, by a prophet, God brought Israel out of captivity and by a prophet was Israel preserved. Yeah. Now, the word Israel or the name Israel, the etymology of the name Israel actually means the people of God. I mean, Israel, I-S-R-A means people and L means God. Israel means the people of God. So if you take this word out and you put the people of God, the scripture actually is by a prophet, the Lord brought God's people out of captivity and by a prophet, God preserved them. Now, Israel, Egypt is a type of bondage. Egypt, when you study demonology, Egypt represents demon, it represents the world, it represents captivity. In other words, by a prophet, God brought his people out of captivity and by a prophet, God preserved his people. Mm. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. So, when you are in any form of financial captivity, one of the greatest things you need is the voice of a prophet. Today, I speak as a prophet yes. and I make a decree over your life. In the financial bondage, the enemy has put you in. I decree and declare that power is broken. 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 In the name of Jesus. God has a way of delivering his people through the voice of a prophet. Somebody say through the voice of a prophet. Through the voice of a prophet. I've taught you, there is something called the voice of a prophet through the prophet and the voice of God through the prophet. Now, the voice of God through the prophet is when a prophet will appear and say, that says the Lord. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Yeah, that says the Lord, A, B, C, and D is what is going to happen to you. Now, the prophet has heard God and he's standing in the stead of God to declare what God would have declared to you if he was 
supposed to appear here right now. Are you hearing me? When you hear me say or a prophet say, that says the Lord. That is what God has declared. Like 2 Kings chapter 20, our favorite scripture. Now, go, to, go there with me. 2 Kings chapter 20. A prophet, God sent a prophet to go tell Hezekiah that he was going to die. Now, let's read one. Go. Now, when Hezekiah and Isaiah said, Thus says the Lord, he has heard God and he's relaying the information he has heard to Hezekiah. Now, there is another dimension of the word of God that the prophet does not need to hear God. The prophet stands in his office as a prophet and makes a declaration. Are you hearing me? Now, yes. this one, it is as powerful as the prophet will speak from his office. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. If I hear God, and I tell you, this is what the Lord is saying, A, B, C, and D will happen to you. And another time, maybe you have not heard God, you say, man of God, speak over my life. When I make a pronouncement over your life, it is as powerful as if I have heard God. Okay, let me break it down. Let me show you in scripture. I always tell you, when, I, when any man of God, not me, when any man of God tells you something, and they can, the thing cannot be proven by scripture, you can reject it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. Sir. If what a pastor or a preacher tells you can't be proven with the word of God, reject it. You can't reject it. Now let's go. Go with me to the book of James chapter 5, verse 16. James 5, 16. Shall we read? One go. No, 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 no. Everybody read. One go. The Bible says, confess your sins to one another. Ask the person sitting by you, what did you sin last night? Tell us. We want to hear. We are reading the Bible. The Bible says, confess your sins to one another. So, what was your sin last night? Tell us. What was your sin? He said, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. That you may be healed. Uh-huh. Uh -huh, verse 17. Now everybody read. Let's read this one go. And it did not rain for three, year, three years. And what? Now I want you to follow me so that you'll understand where I'm going. I'm teaching on this. The Bible says Elijah was a man with nature like us. And he prayed. He did what? He, prayed. he did what? He prayed. He did what? He yeah, the emphasis here says this. Apostle James says he prayed earnestly that it should not rain, and it did not oh, rain. Right. Now, this is in the New Testament. Somebody say the New Testament. New Testament. The original thing that happened, this one happened in First Kings chapter seventeen. Now, let's go to First Kings chapter seventeen. First Kings chapter seventeen from verse one. According to this, go back. Can you go back to the scripture in James? Can you just flip? For us before we come here, I want you to note it. He says, no, 17, verse 17. And Elijah was a man with he. Shall we all read like we are here? One go. Elijah was a man with a nature like us. He what? Prayed. 
He what? He prayed, he even asked the word earnestly that it should not rain and it did not rain for three years and six months. Now there, James interprets the scripture as Elijah prayed. Now we will come back to the scripture. Now let's go to 1 Kings chapter 17. Let me show you something there. 1 Kings 17 from verse 1. Now shall we read one go? And Elijah the Teshbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said, now he did what? He did what? He said to Ahab, uh -huh, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain this year except at my. Now, this is the first time this scripture was declared before we come to James. Elijah appeared before Ahab and the Bible says Elijah said to Ahab. He didn't pray. Are you here? Yes. Are you following me? Yes. The Bible never said Elijah prayed and said there should not be rain for three years and six months. The Bible says Elijah said. He literally spoke and said, as I stand here, there shall be no deal, no rain except at my word. And guess what? God said, my prophet, you have said it. I endorse it. He God, Elijah did not hear God when he went to declare this prayer. He, when he went to make this declaration, he didn't hear God. In fact, he was not sent by God. He stands in his office and make a decree. I, I says, I declare unto you, Ahab, as the Lord God lives before him I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain. Except, he says, except at my word, unless I come back and speak again, there shall be no dew nor rain. He enforces his authority as a prophet and makes a decree. And guess what? Heaven is obligated by scripture to enforce and manifest the word of a prophet. Because according to Isaiah chapter 44 verse 26, the Bible says God confirms the words of his prophet and performs the counsel of his messengers. Shall we read one go? Who come, he, he does what? Confirms. He does what? He does what? Confirms. Now, give me this in Amplified. Now, when the Bible says God confirms the words of... Do you understand the meaning of the word confirm? Huh? Do you understand the meaning of the word confirm? How many of you have filled a form online before? And they tell you, put in your email address. And they say, confirm your email address. You put in a different email address. You put what? The same email address. So when the Bible says God confirms the words of a servant, this is what it means. When Elijah stood and said, there shall be no rain nor dew except at my word. Even if God was not ready to make it happen, he is obligated by scripture to make it happen. Are you following me? Yes. Sir. Because he has to confirm the words of his prophet. And performs the counsel of his messengers. So even if God has not told me, Pastor Joshua will be a great preacher in this nation. Amen. Even if I have not heard God, as long as I stand and I make that decree over his life, heaven is obligated to make it happen. Amen. Can I declare over your life? Yes. I make a declaration over you. From today, every door you knock shall open unto you. I decree and declare from today you shall not suffer lack again. Every spirit of scarcity and struggle is permanently broken from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we break the hold of limitations. 
and I decree and declare may heaven remember you when you call me he answer when you request me it be delivered in the mighty name of Jesus so God literally confirms the words of his prophet so when Elijah declared let's go back to the scripture when Elijah declared and says, uh, there shall be no dew nor rain except at my word. God said, my prophet, you have said it. I endorse it. So God shut the heavens for three years and six months. But here, the Bible says, Elijah said to Ahab. Elijah did what? Say it. He said it. He didn't pray. He did not make a prayer here. Elijah it did not make a prayer. But when we go to back to James chapter 5, shall we read? And Elijah was a man like us. He prayed. Are you getting the difference? Yes. The actual thing that happened was that Elijah spoke. But when James was interpreting what happened, he said Elijah prayed. Oh, yes. You are not catching the revelation. What it simply means is that the voice of a prophet is as powerful as his prayer. When I declare over you, you will excel. It's as if I have gone to my room and prayed for you for one hour. James interprets the voice of Elijah as prayer. prayer. Are you getting me? Yes. That is why when you go to give, give me Ezra chapter 6 verses 14. Ezra 6 14. Ezra 6 14. Can I tell you something? When you see a man of God, the greatest thing you can ask for me, speak a word. It is more than me giving you a million shillings. Why? Because the word I will declare over you has the capacity to give you more than that. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Somebody is clapping. <laughs> Shall we read one go? So the elders, everybody, let's read the scripture from the top of your voice. One go. So the elders of the Jews built and they prospered through the prophesying of the Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. What a scripture. What a word. The elders of the Jews built. They were able to build and they were able to prosper because a man was speaking over their head. Can I please speak over your head? Yes, sir. From today, whatever your hands find to do, I declare may it prosper. I, I said may it prosper. I, I said may it prosper. I, I said may it prosper. In the name of, of Jesus. Jesus. Say the eldest of the Jews. Now put your name there. Paraphrase it. Let me. Grace Arena was able to build. No, no, let me put it, let me put it right. The members of Grace Arena were able to build and prosper through the prophesying of David the prophet. Can I make a prayer over you? Yes. As I stand here and declare over you, yes. I declare you shall not be few. You shall not diminish. You can never go down. The Lord shall lift you up. You shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above holy and not beneath. The Lord shall bless the work of your hands. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed out of the city. Your going out is blessed. Your coming in is blessed. I make a pronouncement as a prophet over your destiny. Everything heaven has ordained for you, I declare it shall not be disappointed. May you manifest divine way manifest divine agenda manifest the counsel of God if you are here shall I receive it I receive it and the greatest thing and the greatest decree that can be made over your life 
is when I enforce that which God has already said in heaven here on the earth for you. See, the, the Greek word prayer, anytime you see prayer in the New Testament, the Greek word prayer is the Greek word prosikomayo. Say prosikomayo. Prosikomayo. Yes. Prosikomayo means to declare a verdict as it has already been declared in heaven. In other words, let me take it again. When the actual word interpreted prayer in the scriptures is not the way you pray. Oh, Father, give me job. Father, Father, give me marriage. Father, no. Actually, the right word prayer, interpreted prayer, is prosikomayo, which means to declare what God has already done in heaven to be established here on the earth. That is why when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, he said, when you pray, say, our Father, who acts in heaven, hallowed be your name. The next thing he said, thy kingdom come. All those things were not anything. They were not requesting for anything. Our Father, who art in heaven? Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Now, the next thing he said was, thy will be done on earth as it has already been established in heaven. That is what prayer is about. When you pray, you enforce what God has already done in heaven. Here on the earth. That's what Jesus said. When you pray, that is why the first prayer point Jesus gave them is actually the real definition of prayer. He said, when you pray, say, Father, your will be done here on the earth as it has already been established in heaven. Because according to the will of God for your life, it is greater than what your little mind can fathom. In your mind, oh, I just want to build some house in Kahawa and moving, but God wants you to earn, earn, own an estate in Karen. In your little mind, I just want to become some small guy, a CEO of a certain um, parastata. The devil is a liar. In God's wisdom and plan, you are supposed to own everything. Can I make a prayer for you? Yes, the greatest prayer I can make for you is what I'm praying right now. May God's will for your life be fulfilled here on the earth. At it has been established in heaven. Not the will of man. Not even what you desire. But may that which God has purpose for your life, for your family, for your children. Let it manifest. 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 In the name of Jesus. Shout, I manifest divine will. Shout, I manifest divine will. Shout, I manifest divine agenda. In the name of Jesus. When you manifest divine agenda, there is nothing that is greater than that. So let me go back to my word. So, the Bible said they prospered and they, uh, they built and they were able to prosper because a man was speaking over their head. For you to prosper, you need a voice to speak over you. You need a voice. Because I told you last week that men are made by words, not by possessions. What makes a man is not what he has in his bank or the possessions he has. What makes a man is the word that has been spoken over his head. Look at Esau and Jacob. Esau had everything. Jacob left his father's house with a stake. Esau took the possessions. Abraham was wealthy. Abraham left all his possessions for Isaac. When Isaac was dying, the only man that was in the house was Esau. Esau took all the possessions of Isaac. But guess what? Jacob ran away. His younger brother ran away with nothing. But by the time he was coming back home, he was still more blessed than Esau. Why? Because he ran away with words spoken by his father on his head. 
the father released a blessing over him and he took it and ran away. But by the time he was coming back, the Bible says he was a great company. Genesis chapter 32 verse 10. Why? Because men are not made by possessions. Men are made by the oh. decrees that are spoken over their lives. That is why even when Jesus was born, baby Jesus had to be taken to the temple for Simeon to speak over his life. The Bible says, and Simeon blessed Jesus. Jesus would have never become not unless a man spoke over him here on the earth. Here in the earth realm, ladies and gentlemen, you need a voice. You can't make it without someone speaking over you. I make a prayer over your life. Today, from today, ascend. I said ascend. Rise. Excel. Prosper. Do well. In the name of Jesus. You need a voice. That will speak your prosperity from the spirit realm into manifestation. Are you hearing me? Yes. You need a voice. Now let's go to First Kings chapter seventeen, where we left off on Sunday afternoon. Sunday, First Kings chapter seventeen. First Kings chapter seventeen. Shall we read? We're reading all through one go. Yes, next verse. Mm -hmm. No, hold on there. Now, the first thing, when you want to prosper by the anointing, number one, believe in the prophet. Tell your neighbor, believe in the prophet. Believe in the prophet. Tell your neighbor, believe in the prophet. Believe in the prophet. Yes. You are blessed to have a prophet in your life. Amen. There is something we call blessing by association. Tell your neighbor, blessing by association. Blessing. That is when you read Genesis chapter 39 verse 5. The Bible says, and the Lord blessed the Egyptian because of Joseph. Give me in NIV. Genesis 39 verse 5. The Lord, that, that God did not want to bless Potiphar. But God blessed him because of. In other words, maybe God does not want to bless Pastor Joshua. But the fact that he is connected to me, God decided to bless him. Read what is on the screen for yourself. One go. Now, everyone, those of you that are sleeping, you should read it well. So that you, the sleep will disappear from your life. Shall we read one go? The Lord blessed the Now, did you hear that? The Lord blessed the entire household of Potiphar because Joseph was there. Not because God wanted to bless Potiphar. No. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is what we call blessing by association. Sometimes, by your mere connection with someone, God begins to bless you. Amen. And sometimes, by your mere association with another person, you begin to attract attacks. Can I pray for you? The fact that you have connected to this altar. Yes. May God grant you speed. May God grant you favor. May doors begin to open to you. By your mere connection to this grace. I decree and declare. Even if God did not want to bless you. May he begin to bless you. If you are here. Shall I receive it? I receive it. Once you are just connected. You just begin to receive a blessing. 
Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah, there is blessing by association. Tell your neighbor blessing by association. Blessing by association. Yes, in the same way we have curses by association. Yeah. There is something called, uh, we, we learned many years ago, my spiritual father taught us, I mean, that sometimes, let's assume you are in a vehicle with a man called John. And John's, the witches in John's family are from Kisi. They are very strong. Now, they are looking for John to kill John. And you are in the vehicle with John. And they have set a trap on the highway. So, because you are in the vehicle with John, and they want to kill John through an accident, even if you were not supposed to die, you can suffer casualties because you are in the vehicle with John. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. The person they are looking for is John, but you become collateral damage. Are you getting me? I pray for you. May no one's association bring you shame. I receive. Bring you pain. I receive. Bring you premature death. I receive. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. Any evil connection that is meant to bring you premature demise, yes. I decree and declare, may it be disconnected. Disconnected. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Let's go back to the scripture. First Kings. Now, God says, and now is a prophet comes and declares and makes a pronouncement. He declares and says, as the Lord God lives before him I stand, there shall be no dew, no rain except at my word. And guess what? So I said, if you want to prosper by the anointing, the first thing I said is what? Believe in your, note it down. If you want to prosper by an anointing, if you want an anointing to help you, learn to honor the anointing, believe in the anointing. Number two, you must learn to follow the instructions given by the prophet. If you want to prosper by an anointing, imagine a widow goes to a prophet and says, sir, me, me, my husband was a man of God. He, he died and he left a lot of debts. Now the debtors are coming to collect my son to go into labor. The prophet gives one prophetic instruction and her poverty is terminated. Are you getting that? Yes. Yes, one simple prophetic instruction. says, the prophet tells him, go and borrow vessels and don't borrow a little, borrow many. The prophet says, now, the oil you have in your house, start pouring. The oil did not stop. Why? Because of a prophetic instruction. If you, you see, hear this and take it this for me. There are certain prophetic instructions that does not make sense, but through that, your miracle can manifest. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. Because, in fact, everything about Christianity doesn't make sense anyway. Ah, did you see Jesus? He told us he has come to die for our sins. And we have to believe. He's the son of Mary. Amen? Yeah, we are believing. Logically, it doesn't make sense. But through our belief, we are getting blessed. So, if you want to prosper by an anointing, you must learn how to follow prophetic instructions. God comes and tells the prophet after he had declared the word, get away from here and turn eastward. He didn't say turn westward or southward. He followed the prophetic instruction to the letter. God said to him, get away from here and turn what? And hide by the brook cherub which flows into the Jordan. And 
it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded ravens to what? Feed you. So for him to receive the supply, he needed to follow the prophetic instruction. The ravens will not drop the food at any other place except exact place that God has instructed him to be. Are you getting me? Some of you, God would have prospered you long time, but the problem is you don't know how to follow prophetic instructions. When you are given an instruction, you feel like, oh, you know, you are so intelligent. You, you, you have been to school. You have a master's degree. My friend, school. You both with school here? No. Every, almost everybody here has been to school. You are not the only one that has been to school. How many degrees do you have? I have five. Give us a break. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you are giving a prophetic instruction, don't go and pretend. I don't, ah, this one, it doesn't make sense. Oh, I mean, this one, no. Ah, he said we should use salt. Hey, oil. No. Ah, Why? Do I work in a restaurant? Why should I use oil? No. Can I tell you something? <laughs> Let me tell you a story. One time I went to South Africa for a conference. And I preached powerfully. So the last day, I said to the people, I'm preaching on anointing. South Africa. And preached powerfully. Done a whole week conference. And right after, I told, I told the people, everybody should bring oil. Bottle of oil to church. After we finished the conference, after we went to the office, the, the man of God said to me, oh, prophet, you know, you know this church, um, we, we are not used to this oil thing. Can, is there a way you can, we can stop that? I said, sir, do you believe in me that God called me? He said, yes. I said, if you believe in me that God called me, then you also, even you, come with the oil. <laughs> and I said, your son has cerebral palsy. Come with your son to the service and carry oil. Can I tell you something? God worked a miracle I have never seen in my life. That people, as we prayed, I preached on the anointing people. I, I said, everybody anoint yourself. Now, I wanted, I told, as I was going to work, I said, God, do something for this pastor to know of a truth that we don't, God has not just saved by the arm of a flesh. Now, as that, he brought the son in a wheelchair. I mean, nothing, boy can't walk, everything is off. I pour oil on the boy's hand, on the boy's face. We lifted the boy up and the boy stood up. A boy that had become like a vegetable. I poured a whole bottle of oil. Celebra passed it. Left the, the boy started gaining strength. His bones gained strength. And the boy started walking. He, the man broke out and started crying. After the service, do you know what he said? Sir, I am buying 20 bottles of oil. The same person that said he doesn't believe in prophetic instruction, not asking for oil. Now he says he wants to bring 20 bottles of oil. Now let me tell you, for Elijah to receive provision, he needed to follow instruction. Tell your neighbor, learn to follow instruction. Learn to follow instruction. He said, verse 3, take me back to verse 3. He says, and get away from here and turn eastward. Imagine you are, you've come here and I said, when you are going to your house, don't use that route, the route you normally use to go to your house. Turn, instead of going through this route, go, go through the bypass. Now someone say, hey, this prophet, these days they are scaring us. What is all this? And that is why you don't get blessed. Are you getting my point? You don't learn to obey prophetic instruction. When Jesus told the, the servants that were at the wedding of Galilee, he told them, 
fill the water pots when they told him that wine is finished. Jesus gave the instruction, fill the water pots with water. And right after he says, fetch some and go and give it to the master of the ceremony. Jesus never prayed. He never prayed there. Or he told them, fill the water pots with water. The next thing he said, give me that scripture. I mean, I think John 2. And then the next thing he said, fetch some of the water and go and give, um, give it to the, okay, it's okay, just give me that. Go and give it to the master of the ceremony. And guess what? That was how things happened. Give the scripture on the screen. Luke chapter 14. Shall we read one go? Give me John 2. John chapter 2. For something to happen here, for you to get your provision, whatever he says to you, what? Whatever he says to you, what? Do it. My friend, that is all that sometimes God requires of you. Your obedience makes you step into prosperity. Are you hearing me? Yes. yes, God requires. Now, next verse. Now. According to the manner of the purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons of peace. Uh -huh. Fill. Jesus said to them, do what? Fill the water pots. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And they took it. Now, the first instruction was fill the water pots with water. Number two, take some and take it to the master of the ceremony. Uh -huh. And they took it. Next verse. When the master of the ceremony had tasted the water that was made what? Now, did Jesus pray there? There was no prayer. The miracle happened as a result of what? The servants obeying the prophetic instruction the master had given. Can I tell you? If you learn how to obey prophetic instruction, yes. you shall enter into your prosperity. Sometimes all you need is one simple instruction. But some of you, you are so stubborn. And you try to overprocess prophetic instructions with your cognitive ability. My friend, it shall not work. These are prophetic things that does not make sense to an ordinary man. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yes. The master of the, go to verse 10. Verse 10. And he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. When, when the guests have well drunk, then he brings the inferior. Why have you kept the good wine until now? In other words, the miracle that Jesus produced that brought the, turned the water into wine, that wine was even better than the wine they already had. Can I tell you something? Yes. Let me make it, bring it home. When you obey a prophetic instruction, the blessing you receive will be better than what you have worked for. Amen. You didn't get it. They didn't work for this. It was as a result of a prophetic instruction. Some instructions can bring you blessings that is beyond what you have ever worked for. My father always told me, true money is gotten. It is not earned. Real money you get, you don't earn it. Your salary, how, by 15th, most of you finish your salary. True? Yes. But the real wealth you get, you don't earn it. I pray for you. May God give you that which your labor cannot bring to you. I receive. If you are here, shout, I receive. I receive. Take me back to the scripture, main scripture. First Kings 17. 
And he said, tell this word and go into um, and hide behind the brook which flows into the Jordan. And it shall be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded ravens to what? I have commanded ravens to what? To feed you. Now, I told you on Sunday, raven is a scavenger and ravens eat anything. They eat soap. They eat meat. They eat plastic. They eat even that thing that comes from your back when you overeat in the night. They eat it. You understand? They eat anything. So it doesn't make sense for a raven to carry food in its mouth and drop it before a prophet. And the raven did it morning and evening. Twice in a day. A raven that is a, a greedy bird that eats anything. Why would the raven carry food in his mouth and drop it before the prophet's morning and evening? Verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He what? He did what? He went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook cherry, which flows into the Jordan. Next verse. And ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. Can I tell you something? God can send someone that will give you what you need every single day for the rest of your life. Oh, Adibalosh. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, this is a ravine. They eat anything. They eat. So imagine, and, 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 and I believe when the ravine picks the food and it is going to the prophet, the ravine will smell the meat and it will want to eat it. Please take this thing from the screen. It is scary. <laughs> is it not scary? No, we don't want strange things here. The raven will want to eat the food. But it will smell it. It will want to eat it. But God will say, don't touch it. The raven will fly hours and drop the food by the prophet. Can I tell you something? There is somebody that has your 10 million. They want to use it. But they cannot use it. Before 31st of December, that person shall drop it at your house. Oh my God. Did you hear what I said? God shall command someone to drop finances to you in the mighty name of Jesus. God shall command someone to walk to your house and drop before you a title deed for 10 acres. I said, God shall command someone and say, prophet, I have bought for you a beach house. May God command someone that will bring you your blessing. Somebody shout, my father, my father. My father, my father. Any man or woman. Any man or woman. That has my blessing. That has my possession. I declare. Let them release it. Let them release. They release. They release. 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 In the name of Jesus. There is something that belongs to you that has ended up in wrong hands. We call it forth. I said we call it forth. 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 In the name of Jesus. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. 
And you see number two, a rabbin is an unclean bird. According to Leviticus, there are birds that are clean and there are birds that are unclean. And if God wanted to feed a prophet, God should use a clean bird, like a dove. So couldn't God send a dove to drop food for the prophet, but God used a rabbin. Somebody say a rabbin. In other words, some of the blessings that are going to come, they are going to come from sources you least expected. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Amen. If you are thinking that the people that will bring you the blessings are the only ones that speak in tongues, you are mistaken. God will send some, some Muslim man to sign you a check of 10 million. Amen. I receive. May God send a raven, someone you least expect. Someone you least expect. I receive. May God send them to release unto you your blessing. I receive. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. Yes. Say, I command. I command. My raven. My raven. To bring me. To bring what me. God has sent. What God has sent. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, God says, I have commanded the raven. We place somebody under divine command. I said, we place someone under divine command. We place someone under divine command. We place someone under divine command. In the name of Jesus. I was saying, um, 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 yes, I think since I came here, there's when that thing has stopped. I even need to call them to find out why they stopped. Hear me. God can send someone to take care of everything you do. Every single thing you will do, God can send someone to make sure it is being paid for. May God send a helper. I said, may God send a helper. I said, may God send a helper. I said, may God send a helper. If you are here, shout, I receive it. So if you want to prosper by the anointing, learn to obey your prophet. And obey prophetic instruction. Now let's go. Next verse. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. And next verse, verse 6, we've read this one. So the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening and he drank of the brook. Next verse. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up. Somebody said the brook can dry up. The brook can dry up. Mm -hmm. Because there had not been rain in the land. The word of the Lord came to him again saying, can I tell you something? If God is the one that is sending you your blessing, when it dries up, you make another way. Did you hear what I said? If the blessing is really coming from God, yes, it can dry up. But when the brook dry up, the word of the Lord came to him again and said, now turn to another place. In the contract that dries up, may God send another blessing. I receive. In the open door that dries up, may God send another blessing. I receive. In the miracle that dries up, may God send another miracle. If you are there, shout, I receive it. I receive it. I am one person that is not afraid of money. Why? Because I strongly believe that if scripture says, if I give, I will receive, I cannot be broke. I cannot be poor. It will happen. Are you getting me? Yes. And if the, before the brook dries up, God will supernaturally make another opening. May Jehovah God command another door to open for you. I receive. 
Somebody say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command a new door. I command a new door. To open. To open. To open. To open. To open. In the name of Jesus. But the problem is if the brook dries up, if God is the one that sends you there, please take this from me. Don't forget this. God sends you there through a prophetic instruction. And then now you fail to listen to that same voice that took you there. Imagine when the brook dries up and he says, ah, God tells him, Get, go arise, go to Zarephath. The guy says, me, I'm not listening. You know what happened? Then now he will die in his struggle. Why? Because he's failing to listen to the voice that brought him provision. And that is what we do most of the time. God will bring, give you direction. You follow. Now, when you get to a certain top and you feel like you have arrived, that is when you begin to say that you don't need this voice. Oh, who is this guy? Now, you don't even want to hear. I, I met this other guy recently. How many of you remember some guy who I told you about a story? He was telling me, Papa, I'm selling a house. When, you, I, when this house is sold, this my tight, it is coming to you. The house, $2.5 million. Dollars. So I calculate, I'm a mathematician. So I calculated the tight. 250,000. Even if I didn't want to fast, I, I fasted. The house got sold in this Nairobi. Guess what? I didn't see him again. When I called him, he was not picking. The last time I, heard, I saw him was in London, Stratford. I was walking in the mall. I say, say, Papa, Papa. Say, Papa, the anointing is working. I knew myself in my head. I said, It will work. Say, Son, so what happened? Say, The house was sold. But you see, Papa, a lot of things happened. But there is another one I am selling. Pray for me when this other one gets sold. I told him, My son, you think I'm a fool? I just met him this week somewhere. And I see how that man has become miserable. I even, I felt so emotional for him. And I said, Kai, sir, what happened? <laughs> say, Papa, life happened. I told him, you see, when you fail, and that is how this scripture came to my mind, my spirit. I said, I said, when you fail to listen to the voice that lifted you there, that is how you end. See? I mean, those that have done aviation, when a flight is taken off, there is someone that stands on the ground that gives the, what is it, what is it called? Um, I'm trying to remember the name. That person has to give the pilot the signal to fly. And without that person giving the pilot that signal, that pilot can't fly. When the pilot goes up and is about to descend, before he gets down, he needs somebody, the same person in the controller room, to signal him to descend. Have you been in a plane and it's about to land and they tell you the, 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 the ground is busy so they can't land. They have to go round and round and round. Why? Until they get clearance. Because if they try to land, they crash. And that is what we do. You get grace to lift up, to lift you up. But when you get up, you feel like you don't need anybody. You have arrived. And that is why men crash. Because they don't, once you are up there, you even need more grace to sustain you up there. But the problem is most of you, once you get to the top, you see one million dollars, you think you have arrived. My friend, you have not. You still need the grace that lifted you there to keep you there. I pray for you. May you not be disobedient to God's voice. May God grant you grace 
that you will be obedient to his voice every time of your life. So he said, Arise, went to Zarifa, which belonged to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. A widow there to provide for you. And now this is, I'm just out, I'm trying to run up in the next few minutes. So he arose and went to Zarephath. When he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering. The widow was doing what? Gathering sticks. And that is the most depressing thing there. The widow was not gathering, was not seated in a chariot. The widow was gathering sticks. That was a broke widow. A broke what? Widow. No, I thought when God was sending the prophet to a widow, this is a widow whose husband was wealthy in the city and the husband has left a lot of possessions. So the prophet, God will send the prophet to a rich widow. Because that's what Jesus did. When Jesus was sending his disciples, that's why he told them. Oh, you don't know. Jesus said to his disciples, when you go, don't carry money in your purse. Don't carry anything. When you enter a city, look for the rich man in the city and stay with them. I didn't say it to him. It was Jesus that told his disciples. Jesus Christ said, Guys, when you enter a city, look for a wealthy man and, and lodge there. Don't carry money. Don't carry anything. I will send somebody to take care of you. Hey, I wanted to say something, but if I say it, people will crucify me. I will not say it. Let me, let, let's continue. Hear me. He said, I rose and he arose and went to Zarephath and at the gate of the city, a widow was there gathering sticks. Can I tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes some of the people that God has sent to help you, they don't look it. Oh my God. Oh, yes. Did you hear what I said? Yes. I said sometimes the people that God has sent to you to help you, they don't look it. Yes. They don't look it. They don't look like money. They don't smell like money. And he called to her and said, please arrive. Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. I like the illustration we did. Um, during Kesha. Yes, come. Bring your chair. During um, on Sunday, just want to repeat it. Repetition brings what? Yes. Sit down. Now, let's assume this is the widow. You shall never be a widow in Jesus' name. You shall die young with your husband in Jesus' name. You shall die old, sorry. Hey, the devil, we reverse it. I reverse it. I reverse it. You, you will not die young. That's what I wanted to say. You will live old. You will live for many, many. How many years do you want to live? How many? Many. No, say, say, 120. 120. You and your husband, you live 150 years. Hear me? Now, let's assume this is the widow. Somebody shout the widow. And somebody come and act as the prophet. Now, this is the prophet. Now, the prophet says to the widow that is gathering sticks, Please bring me water in a that I may drink. Next verse. And as she was going to get it, everybody look here. He called to her and said, please bring me what? In your hand. Next verse. Shall we all read one go? Everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, she says, sir, I don't have anything. 
the only thing I have is that I have a little oil in a jar and a, and a handful of fly in a bean. I am gathering sticks that I may go prepare something for myself and my son that we may eat and we may eat and follow me. We may eat and now watch this. The only thing the woman, the widow had, please stand this way. The only thing the widow had was, let's assume this 2,000. That is all. And that was something for that day. Alright? If she finishes this, there was nothing else. And the prophet, who was an insensitive prophet, still says, out of that little thing, give me. In fact, that was the prophet being insensitive. This is a widow. He says, I don't have anything, sir. The only thing I have is this one. And the prophet still says, out of that little thing, give me first. Is that not being insensitive? This is a widow with a child. They have nothing. All they have is this. And the prophet still demanded. But the widow was kind enough to release. So the widow releases something to the prophet first. So the prophet spends, eats it. And she remains with the little that was remaining after she had given. Now, the Bible says, so she went and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and her household ate for the same thing that remained. Somehow, it didn't get finished. The, she kept sustaining the prophet from the little that was remaining. So, what actually needed to happen was this. For God, now, for God, listen to me, for God to continue to supply this woman, she first needed to pass away to the prophet. From the little that she had. When she had the wisdom and the revelation to first release to the prophet. God now came to supply her. She, God came supplying and supplying and supplying and supplying. Her household ate for many days. Why? Because she also kept giving. So as I give, you give. So the, as I give her, as God supplies, she supplies the prophet. As God supplies, she supplies the prophet. As God supplies, she supplies the prophet. The, the entire household kept eating. Why? Because she understood for me to receive, I needed to first honor. So actually, it was not that God wanted to sustain the prophet. God wanted to sustain the widow. It was the widow that he, uh, if God could send a raven to feed him, God could have sent another raven to still feed him. But God wanted to test this widow to know whether she will be able to first honor the prophet. Then God will continuously what? Supply. Can I pray for you? If you want unprecedented supply of God's finances, I pray for you. As you have the heart to give, you have the heart to honor God first. I declare, may you receive a supply. 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 In the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet. Shall we read? Read the scripture. Uh -huh. Let's be upstanding. If you are sleeping, be upstanding. If you are sleeping, just be upstanding. If you are not sleeping, you also stand up. Shall we read one go?
So the bean of flour never was used, was never used up. God supernaturally kept multiplying it. Can I tell you something? The real finances that will hit you, God must multiply. God must bring it. I said, God must bring it. Now pick your wallet. Thank you. Now drop the drop the money in the offering bowl. Yes. It was not for you, it was for God. Yes, pick your wallet or your bank card. You are using something as a point of contact. Your wallet, your bank card, or your checkbook. Find something prophetic. Find something that is prophetic. Find something that is prophetic. Your wallet. We are using something as a point of contact tonight. We are a prophetic church. We undertake prophetic actions. Are you ready to pray? Those of you watching online, if you are watching from America, from Brazil, India, wherever, find something. Ghana, Cameroon, Nigeria, everywhere. Find, find something that represents your bank, your money, your finances. Are you ready to pray? Yes, sir. Shout in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I use this token. I use this token as a point of contact. As a point of contact. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. From today. From today. I shall never struggle. I shall never struggle. Financially. Financially. I command continuous supply. I command continuous supply. I command continuous supply. I command continuous supply. Let me give you a testimony. Um, some years back in London, our church in London, I mean, most of the people in our church are watching online. There's a live testimony. There's a couple in our church that they got so broke to an extent that now I started supporting them. I was supporting them, giving them money, giving, paying their rent, paying their bills. And one, we were doing a 21 day fasting that time. And I think almost close to the fasting, I declared that God is going to make somebody receive hundreds of thousands of pounds. Almost, we are thinking we are around the 20th or 21st, of the last, close to the last day of the fasting, the couple came dancing and shouting. I'm like, Kai, these ones, they are, after, after this dancing, they are going to bail me. <laughs> after it, they came and said, Papa, God has done it. I said, what has God done? They had received a contract from Canada. A, a contract they had done from Canada for a long time. They had not been paid. They were wired 400,000 Canadian dollars. Now, this is a couple even buying bread and milk was a problem. Money they had been waiting for yes. had dropped. I see. Can I tell you something? Yes. After today, yes. God will release strange finances. I received. Strange finances. I received. Strange finances. I received. In the name of Jesus. See, when people don't question the source of your money, that means you are not blessed. People has to question, like, how does this guy make money? How does, and you see, the typical African mentality, and that is the problem I have with black people. When somebody has prospered, they say, oh, it's blood money. Oh, he's doing drugs. Oh, it's, why? People play football. They are paid 500,000 pounds a week. And you are here thinking about small money. Are you ready for unusual finances? Yes. Lift your bank card up. Those of you that didn't come and you are at home, please, after this, don't come and borrow from us. Oh, we are entering into another level. 
Shout in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By this prophetic token. By this prophetic token. We enter into unprecedented wealth. We enter into unprecedented wealth. We assess the abundance of God's prosperity. We assess the abundance of God's wealth. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. Financial help. Financial help. Wealth is coming to us. Wealth is coming to us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I I decree and declare. I decree and declare. The Lord shall bless my finances. 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 I decree and declare. I decree and declare. I use this token as a point of contact. I use this token as a point of contact. Any finances I need. Any finances I need. I command the release. 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 I command the release I command the release. in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we command we command uncommon favor. We command uncommon favor. Uncommon doors. Uncommon doors. Uncommon financial doors. Uncommon financial doors. Open unto me. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. Supernatural doors. Uncommon doors on common contrast on common business deals let them come my way in the name of Jesus I decree and declare as I lift up my voice in prayer I attract wealth I attract wealth I attract wealth I attract money in the name of Jesus come on lift up your voice <laughs> We command wealth, 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 we command wealth. Run, 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 run
The Bible says, for you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is him who gives you the power to do it. Now, this is all that we are praying for right now. Power to get, get wealth. wealth. Somebody say, power to get wealth. Power to get wealth. It is God. You see, the day I found the scripture, that is the day my life began to change. I was not praying for money. I was praying for the ability to make money. Are you getting my point? Yes, the ability to make money. That is why I, I always say, I will never be a preacher that depends on tithes and offerings. Because what if the one that tithes says you not tithe again? Yeah. I do my own businesses. I run my own things. Because if I can mention your name and I have not met you from anywhere, I can tell you your village and the day you were born. Can't the same God give me wisdom to create my own wealth? It is possible. You are lifting up your voice in prayer. That may God give you the power for wealth. This thing of depending on people and now, oh no, 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 no. That God will make you wealthy in your own right. God will make you wealthy in your own right. That those of you women here, believing God, me, I'm praying for a rich man. Pray that you yourself, you'll be a rich woman. There are men also praying for rich men. Men praying for rich women. Yes. These days, it's, it's different too. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hold that token that you hold. Say in, hold that thing. That thing. Hold it. Up. Say in the name of Jesus. In, in the, the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. I receive the power. I receive the power to get wealth. To get wealth. That anointing. That anointing that God gives. That God gives to men. To, to, make, to make them prosper. To make them prosper. From today, from today, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. As I lift up my voice in prayer, I claim that power now. Come on, lift up your voice. Kato shaba, rapa bana granto toliapa, ranta daba koshaba, rapa na ranta, rapa na ranta kalia akos, ashana na na makaduka, Rapa <laughs>
to make wealth we decree and declare that grace that anointing that will make us create wealth we receive it now come on lift up your voice Shalala la la 
are as simple as what? Don't forget this prayer. The God did not create anybody coming here on the earth with millions. Nobody came on the earth with money. Did anybody come here on the earth with money? We came naked. Every millionaire came without money. But they had what we call a million dollar idea. Somebody say million dollar idea. What made them their millions was a certain idea they embarked on. And through that idea, they created wealth. You know, Eric Young, the CEO for the owner for Zoom, yeah, his wealth increased during the pandemic by 12 billion US dollars. One man, his wealth increased by 12 billion US dollars during the pandemic. One man. Why? Because he, he had set up something that, that would allow men to have meetings and meet on a platform that was not physical. He's the one that set up Zoom. You know Zoom? This is everybody use Zoom, yeah? Yes. During the pandemic, his wealth increased by $12 billion. Just one idea. Somebody say, Lord. Lord. Give me a divine idea. Give me a divine, divine idea. idea. Yeah? You can embark on something and it shall help you for the rest of your life. Let me tell you about myself. I set up a business here just because I was having a conversation with someone. The person was talking, talking, and they were struggling, talking about their struggles. And I said, because this person is struggling in this area, can't I set up a business in that area that will help people like that make money? And that is how I, I started doing business in Kenya. You see, you need one idea. Tell, tell anyone, say one idea. One idea. Yeah, I cannot share with you my idea. No, it's not, it doesn't happen that like that. It doesn't happen anyway. Yeah? But God can give you your own idea. Open up your hands. Say, Lord, Lord, give me one idea. Give me one idea. Divine ideas. Divine ideas. That will help me to create wealth. That will help me to create wealth. Say, Lord, grant me a divine idea. Grant me a divine idea. As I lift up my voice in prayer. As I lift up my voice Release unto me a divine idea. Come on, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Shalabaha. Labranta. Ratolia, a sola la 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 la
suffering in this Nairobi. I'm telling you, people are suffering. Some, some people cry at night. They are crying because of John and John is somewhere party. Oh God, bring John. God, John, God. This John, John is on my heart. God. Somebody say double doors. Double doors. You are claiming double doors now. Amen. Me, my own doors. If you want to pray for me, please don't pray funny, funny prayers. I can give you three prayer points. That is all. Pray for long life, number one. Number two, more money. Say more money. More money. Number three, more anointing in ministry. That's why with these three things, I don't need anything else. Are you hearing me? Yes. Every other thing, God give him peace. Me have peace. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Those three prayers, but these are my only prayer points. Now, I want you to handle your own two doors that you want. He says, that says the Lord to his anointed David, whose right hand I have withheld, to subdue nations before him and to lose the armor of kings, to open before him double doors, so that the gates will not be shut. In other words, that scripture simply means it's a prophetic metaphoric expression, which simply means that your supply will not end. Oh my God, I wish I came to church. Amen. You shall not have an end to your supply. Amen. If somebody has purpose to give you five million every month, it shall yes. come. Amen. It shall not be stopped. I receive it. 
the double doors will open and your gates will not be shut. I pray your source of wealth will not be shut. Your source of finances will not end. In the name of Jesus. Are you ready? Yes. To open double doors. Now we are, we have, we have got a few minutes to go. So let, this is the last minute. Put your last energy in. We have got only 35 minutes to live here. So I want you to put your heart, your mind, your spirit in this prayer. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command my double doors. I command my double doors. To open right here. Let them open. Come on, lift up your voice right now. We declare, O oh Lord. Let double doors open. Double doors. Double doors. Double doors. Double doors. Double doors. Double doors. you. They just want you to go down. But you are lifting up your voice. Any wicked agent, 
any wicked man or woman yes. sabotaging your destiny yes. that want to break down your horizon yes. we decree and declare yes. when they gather let their gathering be scattered when they, when they plan let it be aborted come on lift up your voice lift up your voice right here lift up your voice right here Shut up. He said it. 